Welcome back, episode 39, and um, this episode is kind of, uh, this episode is kind of like a, what do you call it, what do you call it, what do you call it, this episode is like a, um, this episode is like a break from our regular scheduled programming, um, man, the episode, or not the episode, uh, the intro feels really weird. Uh, kind of too happy for like what I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> um, I haven't felt like, excuse me, Jesus, that was gross. I haven't felt like this uh, since the Ukraine war kicked off, which is still going on, and that's terrible. But um, this has been one of those weeks that it's like um, I try to say that I don't want this to be like political. I don't want this podcast to be. I don't want this podcast to be like everything else these days where it just feels like you're on one side or the other. I kind of consider myself a centrist these days. I try to see both sides. I try to try to bridge the gap between, you know, differing opinions. I try to stay in the middle uh, for the most part. Even personally, I felt like when I grew up, I was like very liberal in a conservative environment and then in my early 20s and my late teens, I was like around a lot of conservative people in a very liberal environment. So I feel like now that I've just kind of been on my own and by myself for a few years that uh, I can kind of I kind of see where both sides are coming from, I guess. I, I tend to, to I don't want to say be objective, but I tend to try to be objective as much as I can. Of course, everybody has their biases. Everybody has their, uh, everybody's got their dog in the fight. You know, everybody's got a, everybody's got a horse they want to back. For me, uh, I try to back just like people, I guess. Like I try to just back myself like a normal, uh, if, if I didn't live with my parents, very low class, uh, working, uh, I guess I'm a zoomer, but you know, I try to, I try to focus on like people like myself, right? Um, just everyday Americans who, in my opinion, have a lot more problems than like what the news or social media or, you know, bad actors on both sides want you to believe that there are. I feel like a lot of the times as Americans, we preoccupy ourselves with, Shit that doesn't really affect us because, for the most part, we don't have a whole lot of problems in this country. Um, but that wasn't the case this week. Just last week, uh, man, I went to I went to like make a shameless plug joke, and it just doesn't feel appropriate. But you know, just last week, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, which was bizarre to say the least. I want to start this. Uh, I don't know if it's a segment because it's probably going to be most of the episode. And I, fair warning, I am going to jump around. But I want to start this off by saying I am pro-choice. I've been pro-choice like my whole life. I'm not religious. Um, I think that, you know, I don't know where life begins and ends, whether it's conception, whether it's a first trimester. I don't know about any of that shit. But what I do know is that... um, the same way I felt people shouldn't be forced to get vaccines or lose their jobs is the same way I feel that uh, 
women should not be forced to carry a pregnancy if they don't want to. Um, obviously, a lot of these issues have a lot of baggage and weight and gray area. Um, but yeah, man, I think the same way if you didn't want to get the vaccine, I think you have the same or you should have the same right as a woman to uh, to not carry out a pregnancy. Um, it's uh, super bizarre to me that this would happen. Um, but I feel like in the midst of all this, uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that are on both sides, whether you're pro-choice or pro-life, that just don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I feel like a lot of people are taking this as an opportunity to once again, become tribal, dunk on each other, fucking shut people out of their lives, not try to see why people feel the way they feel, not try to communicate with each other, just, if you don't agree with me, unfriend me, never speak to me, don't come to the family cookout, fuck you, you're dead to me, I hate you, and uh, it makes me sad, uh, a lot of social media this past week has made me kind of sick to my stomach, and I get it, it's a very, um, what's the word? I want to say emotional, but it's a very, um, that's that's the best way I can put it. It's a very emotional and personal subject, and um, I get it. I get the outrage. I get the, almost like uh, betrayal, you know, that women must be feeling. And I get, I guess people like wanting to be righteous about, you know, uh, human life and wanting to protect it. I get it. Um, What I feel like a lot of people forgot is that this was leaked almost a month ago. Like, I've been knowing that this was going to happen for a while, even though it just came out uh, a week ago. Uh, Somebody leaked this uh, over a month ago, and I can't help but think if that was somebody who was pro-choice, that was the worst thing they ever could have done because they kind of had to... The Supreme Court justice has to stand by their decision. My phone's going off. That sucks. They had to stand by their decision. They can't just change it because public outcry. So the leak, if that was somebody who was pro-choice, that kind of just solidified that, you know, they were going to do this regardless. If it if it turns out that it was somebody that was like uh, pro-life or on the on the conservative side, you know, there could be some, uh, some issues there with like... Uh, you know, it was like coerced, like, uh, same thing. They forced to, the Supreme Court has to be like honest with their rulings and stand by it, blah, 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 blah. So I've been knowing this was going to happen for a while and it still blows my mind. I'm not, uh, an expert. I'm, I'm no lawyer. (laughs) I'm not even, I'm not even like, uh, scientifically, qualified to talk about most of this shit but what I will say is I spend a majority of my time at work and at home listening to people who are either smarter than me or know people who are smarter than them talk to them about law and uh, you know rulings and uh, medical jargon legal jargon and um, one thing that came up to me Um, that has stuck with me, I guess, since before this was overturned, was the the uh, the term uh, "stare decisis," 
Uh, Star decisis is the legal principle of determining points in litigation according to precedent. Now, that is like the definition term from, you know, uh, the dictionary. Um, for layman's, it's to stand by things decided, which to me personally, uh, Roe v. Wade was in 1973. It's almost 50 years since then. And I feel like if you even think, think about any aspect in life and then rewind the clock 50 years, whether that be cars, food, electronics, communications, fucking laws, sports, anything you can think of. If you rewind it 50 years and you're like, yeah, that's how we're going to do things now. It just doesn't work in almost any facet I can process. Nothing 50 years ago would make sense today. Um, in terms of like the way it would operate, this sounds bad. That's not what I mean about Roe v. Wade. I just mean that like, if you decided that, uh, cars had to now they can, like if every car they made was held to 1973 safety standards, cars would fucking suck. Like if you took a Subaru from today, the world's safest car, and you bring out like a Barracuda from the seventies. That Barracuda is like a fucking tin can. It's going to crumble and crash. There's no airbags or seatbelts or shit. It's all dog shit compared to safety standards of 2023, right? Or 2022. 2020, 2022. That's fucked. 2022. Maybe that's why we don't say it like that. It's fucked. Anyways, my point is that for over half a century, or barely half a century, um, the Supreme Court has protected women's rights constitutionally to have an abortion to then change that in the modern era just blows my mind of like why would why would that even make sense why would that even be a thought because it's like I said apply that to anything else like uh, these are all like weird examples but this is the only way I can frame it in my brain baseball is played a completely different way than it was in 1970. In 1970, you had players like smoking cigarettes in the dugout. Uh, you know, crazy shit. It was like more of a contact sport. They were fucking, you know, just a completely different. Basketball in the 70s, completely different. Football in the 70s, completely different. If you took modern day athletes and then told them you have to play like it's the 70s, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't work. It wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't make any sense. And, um, that's just how I feel. It's crazy to me that this is a legal term. It's used in litigations and, um, when courts face legal arguments and, you know, it's crazy that, you know, they can't align, they can't align this decision with the previous one. Um, and I've heard some weird arguments that I guess Roe v. Wade in the seventies wasn't as closed or what's that called? Clear, clear. Clear, Jesus, fuck, <laughs> clear cut and, uh, I guess solved and shut as, uh, people wanted it to be or something, but it's like I said, man, you've let, what is it, that's gotta be like two generations, right, 50 years, you know, those people's kids have had kids, and those kids might have had kids, you're talking about two, three generations in 50 years that have grown up with this as a as a as a constitutional right and you know now they're just like well i guess you know 
if you live in a state, they, they might tell you. Um, which kind of brings me to one of my points I want to talk about is that there's a lot of people out here that I guess just, I think they mean well. I used to, I wouldn't say hate. I used to really not understand and really get angry by like virtue signaling. Cause I think it's a bad trait to have. I think it's bad to just like, um, I think it's bad to just like say you want the best out of anything without knowing what the fuck you're talking about. Um, It's, it's kind of like people just, they want to express their opinion for like one issue because they think it makes them a good person. And, um, I think that that's bad, but I also think that there's good intention behind it. If, if the thing that they're promoting is somewhat good. So to anyone that's like upset about this decision, I'm, I'm glad you have that right. I'm on your side. I think it's fucked. Uh, for a multi- for a, a number of reasons, I think this overturning is fucked. But when I see people being like, the Supreme Court made it illegal to get an abortion, I'm like, man, you have a really bad fundamental understanding of like what the Supreme Court does. The Supreme Court did not make it illegal to get an abortion. The Supreme Court overturned a ruling that said you had a, a fundamental constitutional right to an abortion. What that means is that each state is now allowed to make its own laws and legislation about abortions, whether that be, you know, abortions are legal all the way. Abortions are legal till 15 weeks uh, and abortions are completely illegal. And I see just a lot of people that just have a a fundamental misunderstanding and I, I get they want to do good. I get they want to speak out against injustices and bad decisions but I also feel like you do a disservice to yourself by not knowing what the fuck you're arguing about um I also see a lot of people like conflating this to like um you know I don't want to say like fake outrage but it's like you got people LARPing that we need to fucking burn down the government and start over when you know almost what is that Nine months ago when January 6th happened, you had everybody calling those fucking people a bunch of fucking idiots. And now they're doing the same thing. And I get it. This is probably more of a... This is probably more of an actual reason to revolt against the government. But, you know, I feel like if we were just telling a bunch of Trump supporters and, you know, fucking dumbasses that were in Facebook groups and QAnon, like, that they can't go riot the Capitol... It's tough for me to sit by and watch people say we should go to senators' houses and when the senators had nothing to do with this uh, decision in the Supreme Court, they might have some say in state legislation, but that's only if they're a state senator. Um, so yeah, man, it's just real fuck to see all these people who don't know what they're talking about advocate for violence and, you know, destroying, you know, federal buildings. Um, I'm never going to be one for riots. I think protests are important. Um, but I guess when I really think about it, I guess I wouldn't... This is tough to say. I guess I wouldn't really mind uh, people going after, like, the Supreme Court compared to, you know, these riots that take uh, that take uh, take place in uh, small towns or cities and then people either, you know, damage or destroy businesses... 
And um, I think that hurts a lot of people that might be on your side that you don't even know. And I get it. Uh, they're angry. They're in a rage. Uh, they have a right to feel that way. I just I question if that's the right way to go about it. But when it comes to, uh, you know, government buildings and government property, I just always think back to, like, this country was founded on, like, overthrowing a government and destroying, uh, you know, like, the Boston Tea Party, you know? Like, they didn't want to pay taxes. They were like, fuck your, fuck your product. We're going to throw that shit away, you know? I'm pretty sure the White House has been burned down a few times. Um, I feel like a lot of... Feel like a lot of America's cornerstones are, are kind of brought on by re- revolting and and taking over uh, what the people, uh, I guess, control. When you think about it, that's what I was. That's how it was written. You know, that's how it was meant to be. But it seems more or less people are led to believe that it's like no, you know, it's not really yours. You just vote, but you don't really. It's not for you. You know. Um. But I think it's really sad to see uh I think it's sad to see people saying that you should go to senators' houses and like that shit getting leaked on TikTok and addresses and you know, people make the argument like, Oh, well most of that stuff's easy to find, so I don't know why it's a problem. The problem is that it becomes a slippery slope because even though the overturning of Roe v. Wade was wrong, even though you might not agree with it, when you start going after senators and you start going after uh, personal people's property and uh, endangering their families, the slippery uh, slippery slope becomes this is this is an issue you agree with. Um, what happens when the side you don't agree with starts doing the same thing to the people you agree with, right? So if we want to call them the left or Democrats and then the right and Republicans. So if the left and the Democrats and, you know, people that align on that side are now finding addresses of Republican senators or conservative senators that they uh, feel like wrong them with this decision and whatnot, what happens when the Republicans and the Democrats or when the fucking Republicans and conservative people of this nation find out the Democrats senators home information like do you guys not see how this turns into a fucking anarchy uh almost civil war like do you really honestly think that's the best way to go about it is putting people in danger and then like radicalism only feeds radicalism it's 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 mind-blowing to me that in 2022 we still can't we still can't wrap our heads around the fact that if one side does something that's fucking insane and radical and just not good you are simultaneously like giving the other side a free pass to be like well they did it how come they can do it and we can't it's like little kids at the fucking park like i don't i don't like it and it's real tough for me to watch a bunch of 20 something year olds that never fucking had a job or fucking I don't know, most of you have never been punched in the fucking mouth, like, most of you have never been in a fight, most of you have never really been bullied or fucking picked on, you've been, like, you've had some people say some mean shit on the internet, and now you want to go out and lead a revolution, I just fucking, it's real tough for me, and I, I, I think you have, I think you have great intentions, but I also think that you guys are opening up a can of worms, 
that I really don't want to see the other side do the same. And I'm not on either side, man. I mean, I'm pro-choice, but, like, I'm not for all this, like, burn down the system. Like, I fucking live here, man, you know? Like, at the end of the day, there's such a big world out there. And to see my country that I've lived in my whole life, all I've ever known, fight itself, I just, it makes me real scared that other people are looking at this and timing you know, maybe some, you know, maybe somebody out there is paying attention. They're like, hey, they're awful fucking busy about, you know, some internal shit, you know. Maybe we fucking kick them right in the fucking nuts and uh, really see how they react. And that sucks for me because if we had an enemy as a country, I don't know how many fucking people here would set aside their differences and fucking fight for us to, I guess, be able to fight each other again, you know. And... um it just makes me real sad when I see people who have no uh, no plans and no real solutions want to tear everything down and destroy. And I never really see a, a plan or a, a set of actions to rebuild. I just see the want and the need to tear down. But I don't really know how much they want to rebuild. I don't really think people know, uh, like, opportunity costs, you know? And I don't know how much people really understand the cost of what they're asking for. These opportunities you want, I don't really know if you understand like how much that costs. And I'm not just talking about Roe v. Wade. I know I'm going off on a tangent here. Uh, I think that's bad. I've said that five times, so I'm going to stop saying it. Because I really don't... If, if you listen this far and you take me out of context or whatever, oh well. I, I'll go back to the beginning where I said I'm pro-choice. The overturning was bad, blah, blah, blah. I can say that's bad and also say some of the behavior of the people who are upset with that is also bad. You know, they say that, um, what is it? Uh, fuck. I'm gonna look up this quote. I heard this on Joe Rogan. And I think it really applies to uh, this day and age. It's uh, hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Um, you know, a lot of people compare this day and age to, you know, the fall of Rome and all this fucking old shit that they don't even know what they're talking about. And um, I kind of think that uh, we're more towards the uh, uh, weak men create hard times. Um and when I think back to, like, uh, my grandparents, right? Like my grandparents were born, like, uh, uh, in, like, the, the 40s. So, like, their parents lived through the Depression. And when I think about that shit, I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, I don't think we really understand, like, how good we have it here sometimes. And when I see people just want to tear all this shit down, it's just like, uh, you know, fuck, man. Like, what are we doing, you know? I don't think anybody has a plan anymore. I think people just... It's like the Joker. People just want to watch the fucking world burn. And I think most of it's like misguided. I feel like a lot of people... I'm not trying to discount anybody's problems, but I think a lot of people have problems that um can be solved and can be overcome, but their lack of tenacity, their lack of... Uh, they don't want to fucking do anything about it. They just want... They either want it to go away, so... If you don't solve a problem, it's like, it's like when you were a kid and your mom tells you you have to clean your room 
or you can't go play with your friends. So you take everything, you shove it in the fucking closet, and you go play with your friends. And when you come back, your mom finds out you fucking put everything in your closet, and now you're grounded because you didn't clean your fucking room. You just moved everything around, so you get what you wanted. You know, I feel like that's what goes on most on on, on both sides. You know. Nobody wants to solve the fucking problem. Everybody just wants to hide it under the rug, throw it all in the closet, and we'll deal with it later. And we're kind of running out of time, and we're running out of options with that shit, with everything, with the economy, with fucking, I guess, human rights in 2022, which is fucking mind-blowing. But I feel like a lot of people just don't want to do anything about it. And I feel like if we were put in that position of, like, well, now it's all fucked, rebuild, I don't see that going very well. I see it going even worse than it's going right now. Um... It's scary to think of a civil war in this day and age. It's scary to think about the fact that, you know, rights from 50 years ago can just be taken away um, because people said so. Um, it's a lot of scary things right now, you know. On top of all this, our, our economy is like on the verge of collapsing. Maybe not the verge, but it's getting there. You know, I read more and more economists and more and more um, articles about the stock market and the global economy and how we have another housing crisis. And I'm like, fuck, you know, man, I'm 25, you know, fucking life hasn't gone real well for me so far. And it looks like, you know, looks like the thirties aren't going to be good for me either. So it's a tough, it's a, it's almost the, the best and worst time there's ever been to be alive. There's so much good shit. And then it just seems like lately there's so much bad shit, you know? It almost makes me think about that theory that, like, uh, so there's a particle accelerator called the Higgs boson, and uh, I think it was created in 2012, and uh, they learned how to, like, slam particles into each other. And there's, like, this theory on the internet that, like, when they did that, like, we split from our normal timeline, and we're now in a separate timeline. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes I think that shit's true, man, because... It's just so crazy these days, and it feels like nothing was the same uh, for a while now. And a lot of people say that that are older than me. And, yeah, I don't know, man. It makes me real upset to see so many people also just... I don't want to say echo chamber, because, like, it, this is important. Roe v. Wade and abortion rights are... I don't know, to me, like... Uh, that that like ranks up there with like gay marriage and like civil rights like the right to have body like uh, fuck it fuck it we're already getting political it's a political episode i never got vaccinated um i wore a mask i washed my hands i got tested if i need to get tested but i didn't get vaccinated i didn't want to it wasn't for me it's not something i wanted to do and um you know even myself i had to deal with some family members that were, I wouldn't say nagging, I think they had good interests, but, you know, asking me over and over, telling me I should do this, I should do that, and I was just like, yo, I, pr I appreciate your concern, but, you know, that's 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 my choice, and, you know, um, I know it's kind of a, uh, a trope to say it these days, but, like, my body, my choice, and that's how I felt, I felt like it was my body, and if I wanted to put something in uh, my body, I should have the choice to or not to put that thing inside my body, whether that be uh, a tetanus shot, whether that be a, a vaccine. I, I don't get flu shots. You know, I never really been that kind of guy. You know, I'm more of a, I'm more of a natural selection kind of guy, I guess. Like not with everything, but like, uh, 
you know, I, I weighed my options with COVID. I didn't go anywhere. I washed my hands. I wore masks. Uh, I stayed to myself. I social distance, and I did my own thing. You know, I took. I was like, listen, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll the dice. You know, I'm taking my thing, and uh, I really felt like that was my choice. And as much as I feel like a woman should have that choice with her body, um, if it comes down to it, you know, and um, it's. I forgot where I was going with that, but um, that choice to me is, oh, like I said, it's paramount with like, you know, gay marriage. Like who is the government to tell you who you can marry or who is the government to tell you, uh, or, uh, with civil rights is like, you know, the government should promote equality for people. Right. So, um, I get that those are important things. Uh, I get that body autonomy is very important. Uh, it was important for me during the vaccination, so I feel like it should be important for women as well uh, because, you know, I feel like having a kid is a pretty big... Uh, not only is it like a physical... Like, as a man, it's crazy to me. I'll never have to go through labor. That shit looks intense. It looks painful. Um, it's, it's fucking gnarly. Um, so if a woman doesn't want to have to go through that, she shouldn't have to. But um, the bigger point I was making... Is I get that these, uh, I get that these rights are important, and I get that these are things that people are passionate about, but it makes me really sad to see people go online and um, just basically tell other people that if you don't agree with me, uh, don't even speak to me. Like, it's fucked, man. Like, uh, it's just sad to me that it's like rather, and it's on both sides, you know. It's um. It's just sad to see a lot of people, like, rather than try to change people, and maybe you don't care about them, maybe you were looking for a reason to stop associating with this friend or this family member, maybe you didn't give a fuck, and you just were like, cool, like, I have an out here, I'm gonna take it. But uh, for some some people, I don't think that's the case. For some people, I genuinely think they have family and friends they care about or cared about, and now this has become such a problem that they're like, I will never speak to that person again because they don't align with me. And I think to a certain extent, that's, I think that's uh, somewhat understandable. Like, if someone's a shitty person or if someone's abusive or if someone is, you know, extremely ignorant in the case of like, you know, being racist or homophobic or um, they're just so religious that they like are the bad kind of religious where they don't they don't see past their own beliefs. They can only enforce it and shove it down other people's throats. I don't think you should have to be around that person. I don't think you should really try to change their minds. But what I will say is that, like, on both sides, I just see a lack of, like, I don't know, man. It's tough for me to, like, argue pro-life, I guess. Like, I, I probably could if I had to, like, in a debate setting or something. But to, like, kind of shit on them for a second... You know, when this came out and you had people on, like, Twitter and Facebook being like, I'm glad you can't kill babies anymore. It's like, yeah, bro. Sick, sick sentence, bro. You're really going to win a lot of people over with that language. Calling people murderers and killing babies. As if that's not trying to evoke some sort of rage or emotion from the side you disagree with. Um, it just really pisses me off. It's like, rather than... I don't know, maybe not change their mind, but like you could maybe try to say it in a different way or explain yourself in a way that, I don't know, doesn't make you sound like such a fucking asshole, you know what I mean? Calling people murderers and shit, like, 
come on, dog. Like, for real, that's that's a great way to get your point across is to antagonize and degrade the other side. And that goes for people who are pro-choice as well, you know. Um, it, it's crazy to me, you know. It It's just like rather than we all – we don't all have to get along and we don't all have to agree, but it's like do we really all have to be enemies do we really all have to have a fucking checklist of like where I stand on every issue? And if you don't have the majority, then you can't fucking be friends with me. It's like, fuck man, you know? But it's like I said, as much as I have problems is as much as I agree with, like, it is one of those situations where I'm like, fuck, like, I guess it is pretty important. So like to have those feelings of rage, I understand. I just don't feel like it's conducive. I don't feel like it leads to a solution. I feel like it leads to more division and, uh, yeah, man, it's tough. I also see a lot of people just conflating shit like, you know, it's like I can't be pro-gun if I'm pro-choice. If I'm a, you know, that's the other thing from the pro-choice crowd. It's like, oh, you you care about, you know, abortions, but you don't care about, like, school shootings because you love your fucking AR. It's like, well, I don't know about that. Like, I don't, I don't like school shootings, but I like I like guns. I think people should be allowed to own you know, guns, I don't, I don't condone mass shootings, I don't condone school shootings, but I think you should have the right to an abortion as much as somebody should have the right to, you know, have a gun, um, there's another thing I saw is, like, what aboutisms of people being, like, they overturned Roe v. Wade, and then, you know, they, uh, they stopped, uh, they overturned a New York gun law, that New York gun law was fucked, in New York, it was basically you had to prove without a reasonable or beyond a reasonable doubt that you needed a concealed carry permit because you were in danger before you could conceal carry a weapon in the state of New York. The problem with that is like there's no other constitutional right. Like you don't need to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you need freedom of speech because if you don't, you know, danger will happen. It's like you just have the freedom of speech. You don't have to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that you shouldn't have to answer questions with the Fifth Amendment because if you answer the questions, it'll fuck you over. That's not how, like, rights work. So it's like people were just playing whataboutisms. It's like, oh, we can't have—they care about more about guns than they do about abortions. It's like, no, like, they're just two separate things. And it's it's weird to me that you can't be, uh, be pro-gun and pro-choice— without like getting shit on it's like well what the fuck man like i think you should be allowed to have an abortion and i think you should be allowed to have a gun like what's the problem with this man why like nothing can ever just be one thing it's like oh i need to bring in a bunch of bad arguments like there's so many arguments you can use of why roe v wade was a shit overturning but people just want to be like well what about guns they care about our guns it's like well i guess but like i feel like we could make a better case without that. That way we don't piss off a bunch of people that are like gun owners to where now they're like, well, hold on a second. And now we have another side argument on something that should just be argued because it's fucked. Now we have to argue guns on top of arguing why turning over something from 50 years ago is also bad. Why throw more shit into the fucking oven if fucking you have too much shit in the oven already? Like, I don't, I don't get it, but Yeah. This is a weird episode, <laughs> 35 minutes in, and I'm just jumping around. But yeah, man, that's that's how I felt all week. Felt like, I don't know, felt just real sad watching people unfriend each other, and I don't know. 
it's just sad, man. It's just it's a sad state of the world we live in, you know. Our fucking economy is going to collapse. People aren't allowed to do what they want with their own bodies. They're taking nicotine off the fucking market, you know. Our pets' heads are falling off. It's a dumb and dumber reference. And, uh, yeah, man. It's fucked. It's real sad. It's real, real sad. It's just one of those, uh, one of those times, I guess, man. I thought all this shit was settled, like, in the 70s, man. I thought we were past all this shit, you know? You know, people can't even buy houses. People can't... Excuse me, afford to live. People can't afford to do anything. And now they gotta fucking... Now we gotta argue about abortion rights that were solved 50 years ago. It's weird. It's super weird to me, you know? But, what can you do, you know? The more I think about this shit, the more I, like, remember, like, what I was seeing on, like, Facebook and Twitter, but I don't know, man. It's just all, it's all fucked, man. And you got people, like, spam posting the same six posts. It's like, yeah, bro, we get it. It's bad. But I don't know. When I start to say that shit, I feel like some people are like, oh, he doesn't care about it. It's like, it's not that I don't care about it. It's just, like, I feel like a lot of you chase your tail with this shit. I feel like a lot of you are... I don't know. You could vote. You could canvass. You could try to get people elected that will feel the same way you feel. But instead, you spam post on Facebook as if talking to people who either, one, don't agree with you, two, won't say their real opinion, or three, don't give a fuck, are going to care about how many fucking pictures you share on Facebook about, you know, how you think this decision sucks. Um kind of goes back to my other point about people LARPing about like Rome is burning we should tear down the system it's like why not do something instead of like sit in your room or on your fucking phone and share posts like if you really want to change it get involved in like your local government then from your local government you can get involved in your state government and then from state government if enough of it happens you can change federal government you know it's just it's it's boring to me to see people fucking, I don't even know what it's called. It's not virtue signaling. Like, I know they care about it. It's just this new age form of virtue signaling. It's like, what did you do to help? Well, I shared a bunch of shit on Facebook about how I felt about it. I made sure everybody on my Facebook feed saw the same six posts that everybody else is sharing, you know? Like, it, nobody, once again, I've said this before and I'll say it again, I've yet to see anybody write out a post or you know do anything that wasn't just someone else's words on their fucking social media you know nobody made a fucking video nobody wrote a post nobody wrote a fucking blog nobody's talking on a fucking microphone at 7 13 in the morning in their room like i'm doing about why i don't agree with it and my thoughts on it we'll just share somebody else's fucking post we'll just share a picture it's like fuck man get, like do something about it and, um, yeah, I might sound like an asshole right now. It's not my point. My, my point is just like, I wish people took the fucking fake motivation they show on social media and use it in real life. You know, there's so many, like, I'll say it myself. I don't fucking vote. I've never voted. I'm 25 and I've never voted in any election, you know, any election I've never voted. And that's not a good thing. Uh, I probably should vote more. I probably should Uh, look into my local governments and what's going on and probably use my vote and utilize my shit more but I don't and you want to know why because like 
I don't know. We feel like uh, sharing this shit online and talking shit to our friends that agree with us is enough to make changes, and it's not. Real change doesn't happen on the fucking internet. Real change happens out in the real world where you talk to real people about real issues and you have real conversations and you go through real situations that can be real uncomfortable or real great. But, you know, we all fucking live in a in a ready player one mindset where we can just go on the fucking internet and plug in and, you know, pretend that we're, <laughs> I don't know, overthrowing Rome and pretend that we're really out and about. And to anybody that's listening to this and you're like, hey man, fuck you, I went to a march, I did this, I did that, that's great. I'm actually like, non-sarcastically, I'm super proud of you, like, that's awesome. If you went to a protest, if you went to a rally, and you didn't fucking just go to like, agitate the other side, if you genuinely went to have your voice heard, and to show support to people, or women, or you know, whatever the cause was, I'm genuinely proud, that's awesome, you know, that's great. But if you didn't, and you're fucking out here complaining, like, fucking go do something. Like, for, like, (laughs) I feel like fucking Rick in Rick and Morty when he fights with fucking Mr. Nimbus, where he's like, fucking do something, please do anything. Just, like, stop using excuses for why the world is the way it is when you're not willing to fucking do anything about it. Like, do anything. Do something. Fucking goddamn. (laughs) Shit. Well, that was a bit of a fucking ramble right there, wasn't it? Boys and girls and people who don't identify with either of those. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I think I've been wanting to say that for a while, but I haven't had a chance. And, you know, I stopped arguing on Facebook like 2018 after I realized it was a fucking waste of time and just super toxic. But yeah, part of me wants to... uh, I got a friend of mine that is uh, pretty vocal on Facebook who I would say is more on the left than I am. I think he's, uh, I'm not going to say what he is. I think he's more left, liberal, progressive, whatever you want to call it. And uh, sometimes I read his stuff and I change my opinion. Sometimes I'll talk to him and ask him what he thinks. And uh, I need to get him on the pod. I think it'd be cool to uh, discuss a little bit of politics. As much as I don't want this show to be political is as much as I'm like, secretly interested like I watch so much political discord on YouTube and uh, it used to be Twitch but man I've watched more internet debates and programs um I just find it fascinating I've always loved debates and arguing but I don't know I need somebody who's like good faith somebody who like actually wants to have a conversation instead of just like I don't know just these fucking assholes that fucking just want to be right or shout down somebody else uh but yeah who knows maybe i'll do that soon get him on discord discord's great by the way discord is amazing uh fucking love discord i've been using discord more and more recently i'm in a bunch of fucking loser discords and uh super fun but yeah so uh, a little bit of homework for the listeners if you want. Maybe talk to somebody you don't agree with. Don't be an asshole. Hopefully they're not an asshole. Pick these battles carefully, but maybe try to challenge yourself. Maybe try to maybe try to find a friend that's in the middle and see if you can... I don't want to say sway them. That shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be to give them information and change the way they look at the... It's like Inception. You can't, 
you can't make somebody have an idea. You have to plant the seed and make them think that they came up with it on their own. You have to give them enough information to where they start looking into it and challenge themselves and then change their own view. You can't change anybody's mind. But what you can do is you can talk to them. You can give them information. You can give them different points of view. You can give them, uh, you know, arguments and, uh, you know, talking points. And then you can give them references and shit to look up. And then they can either choose to go down that. I just dropped something. They can either choose. That was a shitty angle. Um, they can either choose to to go down that road or they can choose to stay on their own path. You know, so that's all you can really do. You can't change your mind, but you can maybe open up. You can maybe open up some some barriers to where they now have new influx of information that then leads them down a path of challenging themselves so that's your homework if you'd like to you get extra credit it's you know that's all it is it's extra credit it's a gold star um it's not required so do with that what you will well we're at like 45 minutes and i feel like that was a weird uh rant slash episode god damn slash uh thing i don't normally do so yeah other than that, my week was all right. Getting ready for the 4th of July. Kind of hope it rains this year. Living in Florida, like, I lived in Chicago during 4th of July, and even that was more enjoyable than living in Florida. People shoot off fucking fireworks like three weeks after 4th of July down here, and it's fucking annoying. And, um, yeah, man, there's just no, there's no rhyme or reason to anything in Florida, so 4th of July just sucks. People start at like fucking three o'clock in the afternoon and they won't stop till three o'clock in the morning. Like, it's stupid. It's like ridiculously dumb how much people enjoy Fourth of July down here. But yeah, I hope everybody um, celebrates responsibly. Um, quick story. Uh, that's how I'll do that. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up the end of this episode with like a fun, uh, good time in my life that I look back on fondly. Uh, when I moved to Chicago, I didn't have any friends. I lived with my brother for a little while. Then uh, they were basically like, yo, you got to grow up. You got to get your own place. And I did. And it was awesome. And uh, I started working two jobs. At these two jobs, I met uh, my friend Tito, uh, a good friend of mine. We still talk on Facebook. We still keep in touch. We used to play Apex together, but I stopped playing Apex because I sucked. But one of my fondest memories I have of Chicago and my friend Tito is when I was invited to a block party. A genuine, in-the-hood uh, block party, right? And as a white kid growing up in Kentucky, I always wanted to go to, like, a block party. I always wanted to go to, like, a function. That shit looked dope, bro. And it was fucking awesome. So, uh, we're, like, at... Uh, we worked at Panera Bread together. And... Uh, you know, one night we're out back, and uh, I think we linked up after work, and we were, like, smoking, uh, you know, smoking together or something, and uh, he was like, hey, man, what are you doing for 4th of July? I was like, uh, not a whole lot, man, like, I don't, I don't really know anybody, like, I don't have any plans. He's like, man, you should come by the crib, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna be making food, we're gonna have beers, we're gonna be shooting off fireworks, it's gonna be lit. I'm like, oh, for, for sure, like, it's a big thing. He's like, yeah, bro, like, the whole block, he's like, I spent, like, Dude, this dude spent like $400 on fireworks, like a shit ton of fireworks, right? And uh, I remember he opened up his trunk and it was just like, bro, there's more fireworks than I've ever seen, bro. Like it was, this looked like a whole, 
it looked like an armory of fireworks. And he was like, uh, me and like all my neighbors have like this, if not more. So I was like, all right, man, bet I'll show up. So I show up, right? I start drinking beers. It's dope. I wasn't even 21 yet. It was fucking lit. I was getting lit. You know, we're smoking, we're drinking, we're having a good time. And when I say block party, I mean block party. Like this street in North Chicago was shut down. You could not get in or out of this place uh, because there was just so many people in the street, so many people. It was the it was the coolest shit ever, bro. And it was like one of those. Um, I just felt like I belonged for uh, for a night. You know, it was so many different people of different races, backgrounds, jobs you know, whatever, just all being like, hey, man, you got a lighter so I can light this firecracker, hey, man, you got a lighter, you got a, you got a bottle opener, you need a beer, you know, blah, 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 like, oh, I like your shoes, how you doing, where you from, what you do, it was awesome, right, and, uh, man, when it got dark, uh, it was fucking lit, bro, like, uh, when it got dark, man, it was like, it's indescribable how many fireworks were going off. Like, I remember, I have Snapchat, uh, in my Snapchat memories. I was taking Snapchats of these fireworks, and there were so many fireworks going off, it was, like, lagging out my camera and the audio, and it was loud, it was crazy, it was bright, it was colorful, it was popping, bro. It was amazing. It was a great time. It was fucking awesome. And, uh, like I said, man, you had dudes, like, tying mortars together you had people, like, timing up when they were going to shoot shit off. Um, you had boxes everywhere. You had trash, like, everywhere. And it was fucking gnarly, bro. It was it was one of the best times I've ever had in my life. Now, um, this story does take a turn uh, where I had to remember that we lived in Chicago. And uh, towards the end of the night, things are winding down. And uh, I still remember it. There's this car that kept driving by. I mean, these dudes were like sitting out the window. And uh, how to describe this is like if you, like I grew up in the country, so I've done this before too. It's like where you sit with your ass uh, like out the window and your like arms and shit are like on top of the car. Like you're sitting out of the window. Like your feet and legs are on the seat where you normally sit, but you're sitting like on the the edge of the window where the window rolls down and your whole upper body is out of the car. And, uh, man, this car kept driving back and forth and back and forth. And then, uh, finally I remember that shit parked and then, you know, some dude hopped out and just started shooting, man. And it was, it was gnarly. It was crazy. And I still remember, you know, we all ran, um, my homie's girl was like pregnant. So I like grabbed her. We go back to his house. We all get inside. It's nuts. And then like we locked the door and we locked homie's dad out and he was like banging on the door. Like, let me in. And uh, the worst part was, like, where dude was shooting, the fucking, like, shell casings, like, landed on my car. And uh, fucking, I, like, could not leave, like, until the police finished their investigation, which was, like, hours on end. And I had to work the next day, so I had to call into work. And, yeah, it was just an awful time, bro. (laughs) It was, like, so good to so bad. Like, the 4th of July part was great. The, like, end of the party was terrible. I still remember just, like being there and being like fuck I can't believe and I, the saddest part was like I think like some kid got shot like he I don't think he died thankfully but it like wasn't even like a grown man on grown man it was like some grown man started shooting and like some 12 year old got shot so it's like what the fuck it was just pointless man and it was just real sad to see like something go so good and happy and 
you know, communal to like something so terrifying and and really just uh, senseless. And man, I'll never forget just uh, like evidence markers being on my car and me being like, well, I guess I'm not leaving. So we just like stayed in my homie's backyard and fucking waited for hours. I don't think I left till like damn near five in the morning is how long it took. And it sucked and it was awful. But uh, also like one of the best nights of my life and also one of the worst situations I've ever been in. So uh, yeah, there's a quick 4th of July slash Chicago story that I love to tell. Uh, Shout out to Tito for inviting me and then letting me stay at his house while I wasn't allowed to leave. Um, it was, it was, uh, it was a night to remember for sure. Uh, I also remember for like weeks after fucking Tito was taking like mortars and just lighting them and like throwing them. And I, I had this video where he like threw it down the street and then like bounced and like there was this abandoned house and it fucking like bounced up and like, dude, it was a big ass, it was like a firework you see in the sky, like on the ground next to this house. It was fucking gnarly. Uh, Tito's nuts. But yeah, so shout out to him, and uh, happy 4th of July, celebrate responsibly, and uh, keep your head on a swivel, don't uh, don't get caught lacking, and don't uh, don't lock people out of the house when they're trying to come in. Uh, yeah, this week's weekly recommendation, it's a little weird, but it's on brand for this episode. Um, this week I'm going to recommend a YouTuber slash ex Twitch streamer. His name is Destiny. He talks about politics um, and cultural issues and he debates people and goes on panels and a bunch of shit. Um, it might be bad to say I'm a Destiny fan, but uh, I've been watching Destiny for a couple years and uh, I just think he's really uh, honest in his beliefs. I think he um, has like... Uh, He's very self-aware, like he'll admit where he's grown, his past mistakes, how he used to think, uh, how his positions have evolved. If you're into like long-form content, if you're into, I guess, challenging the way you think, if you're just down to listen to um, people talk about political and cultural um, systemic issues, I guess, uh, it's dope. Check out his live streams if you're a live stream person. If not, he has a YouTube channel. It's just Destiny where he posts clips of the stream, debates he has, panels he's on, uh, shit like that. Uh, like I said, I've been watching Destiny for a while. And um, he's a, he's way more progressive than I'd consider myself. But I do credit him a lot for like... Uh, uh, man, his reputation is probably like bad online, but... Uh, it's hard to explain. Uh, I think everybody who's in that space online, the other side just hates them. Like whether you're like a like Ben Shapiro, nobody likes him on the no like liberals or lefties like Ben Shapiro and Ben Shapiro doesn't like any lefties. People who watch like the Young Turks uh, or people who hate the Young Turks don't like anybody on that side. So it is what it is. Uh, my point was that I would say he has a lot of credit for like people um, like he posted that he might quit politics the other day. And there were so many people in his comments being like, man, I used to be like super conservative and without destiny, I feel like I would have never changed my opinion or had a different understanding of things. And a lot of people were like, man, like if he quits, I don't know who I'm going to watch to challenge myself or maybe change how I think about things. So I feel like he's pretty influential. I feel like he's really important. Dude's been streaming on Twitch and shit for like, probably more than a decade, bro. Like he's like an OG Twitch streamer. He's an OG, 
um, and like the internet, he kind of built like the whole internet politics scene. Um, I think he's really important to like, uh, internet history and I watch him a lot. I watch him pretty much daily and, um, I don't always agree with him, but, uh, I think he does help me see maybe other sides I've never considered. I think he's very well read. I think he communicates very well. I really like the way he debates and uh, I just think it's interesting. And I think, um, as much as you'll hear it's a bad community or toxic, I don't think that's true. I think everybody can say that about any community that they don't like or aren't a part of. So give it a chance uh, if you want. If you don't think it's interesting or something you'd like, then don't do it. But that's the weekly recommendation. Um, actually, most of what I learned about Roe v. Wade or the leaks and shit and different like terms and arguments for and against Roe v. Wade came from a lot of the debates he had on his stream. So, yeah. Uh, once again, it sucks that Roe v. Wade happened, uh, like I said before, go out, vote, canvas, volunteer, um, talk to actual human beings, go out and let people know, you know, what you're about, hear other people's opinions, um, don't be toxic, don't be violent, and, uh, stand up for what you believe in, you know, and, uh, yeah, feels weird to do it, but we're gonna plug anyway, just this week, podcast at gmail.com, hit me up for questions, comment, concerns, if you think I shouldn't do this anymore, let me know. If you think I'm a complete moron, let me know. If you have something else you want to hear me rant about, let me know. Question, comments, concerns, or a riddle, whatever you like. Just last week podcast at gmail.com. We also have a Snapchat, just last week pod. That's the Snapchat. If you know me personally, hit me up. Facebook, my cell phone. Uh, that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And as always, uh, be sure to take someone's phone at a party and subscribe them to the podcast on Apple Podcast, Spotify. Stitcher, whatever the fuck else we're on. We'll be on YouTube eventually. And yeah, make sure that um you follow, make sure you like it, make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit me up and give me some feedback. Uh as always, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh this was a break from like our normal uh rant or pop culture or current events. Uh and we got a little political, we got a little heated. But, um, yeah, had a good time. Glad I got to let some of this off my chest. Glad you got to listen to it, hear it. Uh, get uh, Maybe you disagree. Maybe you hate me. Maybe you think what I said was stupid. You have that right. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this, so I'm going to end this. Uh, as always, thank you so much for showing up. I'll see you next week. Uh, 